dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. So hi, this is Liz. I'm with Robin Legat, and we, did I say it right? It's like it. It's like it. Like it. I'm Everybody so gets it wrong. Like every single person gets it wrong. So. Well, I'm thinking cats too. Like it. Like hat. <laughs> yes. Okay. So how would you, if someone wants it's to like call it. you up, like it. Okay. Like it, yeah. I was joking. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So we might be joking some on this podcast today, even though I know some people think talking with the dogs is going to be joking anyway. We... <laughs> Today is a special day because we are, this is my first bonus episode with the cats. And people ask me all the time, do you talk to cats too? Do you talk to other animals? Yes, I do all the time. I talk mostly dogs. My business is around the dogs, but I do meet with other animals all the time. So I, the last cat that I did, I tried to do for a session, walked off the set, walked out of the room. We were, that sounds very much like a cat. Yes. So it was, it was good, but she gave a lot of information. So we're going to do your cat. So, because I wanted to meet you, you Mm -hmm. are, we met in a group on Facebook and you posted something about your roller derby days. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have never heard of anybody or where there is roller derby around other than a movie. And so there you were, and I wanted to meet you. So I asked if you had a dog and someone said, well, she has a cat or cat. So I'm like, hook me up. (laughs) Okay. So you're a coach for women who are starting to get old. And I like how you joke about that because we try and deny it, the aging process. Um, And I can hear your cat saying, embrace it, ladies. You need to embrace it. That's right. That's right. It's not about denying your age. It's about figuring out how to feel ageless. Yes. So do you want to do a little spill on what you do? Yeah. Yeah. So I am, I, I proudly say I'm 45 years old. I am an athlete. So I currently run obstacle races. That's my sport of choice, which is those types of races where you, you go out to a trail and you run and then you have to climb over a wall or crawl under barbed wire, go across monkey bars, like stuff you used to do as a kid. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh but I get to do it in my forties. And I also run road races, trail races. I ran my first marathon this year, right before everything shut down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to run the LA marathon. And prior to that, I played roller derby for 11 years. And that was my first introduction to any sport in my life. And I was uh, about to turn 30. And so, you know, I, I like to help women, particularly women over 40, really discover how their athletic, tapping into their athletic potential can create far-reaching benefits in all areas of their lives. 
So this is also why I knew I needed to meet you because people <laughs> ask me about that, like with animal communication and, oh, can I do it? It's like, yes, yes. It's like, we can do things when we're in our forties and people do things in their fifties and sixties and seventies. And so I really think that resonated with me that you were someone who did roller derby and, and my listeners who might not be ready to embrace doing marathons just yet you never know, or they, some women think they can't talk to their animals and mm-hmm. whatever it is, we don't think we can do. I think what you and I both have in common is that yes, you can. And you just start by trying. Yeah. It comes from, first from a place of openness, just having an open yes. mind. And I'm sure you agree with that in regards to I do. talking to animals. It, it comes from having an open mind and opening yourself up and, and stop denying yourself. Stop coming from a place of like, I could never do this. I, I don't right. believe I could do this. I could never do this. You come from a place of openness and willingness to try. And then you start as slowly as you need to start. That's nobody, well I, well, I won't say nobody. I have a podcast called Season Athlete and I interview older athletes. And so I don't say nobody runs a marathon on their first try because some of the people talked to that was the first thing they ever did but that's wow that's an outlier type of situation yeah. most people maybe will go for a 5k you know yes. if they're thinking about running so you start you start by lacing on your shoes and walking out the door like that's thing number one so you can start as minimally as you're ready to do but the more you open yourself up to these things that are outside your comfort zone the more reward you're going to experience by doing it Yes. And that is exactly what talking to an animal is like when people say, how do I do it? You have to start. And if your animal's not going to tell you five things, if you don't start with one and if you don't get quiet and accept and be open to it. And the whole thing is open. That's our theme today, but we'll see what the cats have to say. Right. So here we're here. So I invited you on. You, I, I saw your cats and they're very chatty. You have two of them. <laughs> So for those of you who are here for dogs, just bear with us because the animals communicate just the same. And it's fun to hear when there are multiple animals in a house, how they can have very different perspectives. Mm -hmm. So I believe that you and I, I think I I saw you on a Friday post Mm -hmm. and here we are. So I really don't know. We we move fast on this. We do. I was like, I want to get these cats. Cats are hard to get. Yeah, they are. are. So (laughs) right now they're sleeping though. They're actually pretty easy to get, but not always. So so that's okay. (laughs) So I can tune in. So I asked you to send me a picture Mm -hmm. and sometimes when on a video, we're on video also, when animals are in the room, they will leave if they don't like what we're talking about, or they got something off their chest. So they go and take a nap. So your cats may surprise you and come in. We'll I'm going to open the door happens. real fast, actually. And give I them a chance. The okay. Out. We're going to, so the cats are not in the room. They're not we in are the room. going to invite them to come in if they want to. I can still talk to them. They know we're talking about them. They say, we always know when she's talking about us and they do certain things when you are talking about them that you know that they know what they're talking about. They, that's what they're telling me. Yeah. So, okay. So you can add anything. I don't want you giving me information. You've told me their names. There's mm-hmm. John Ford Coley and England Dan. Mm-hmm. For those of you who have no, I hope some of you know who they are. They're, they're musicians. Yeah. Usually known as England Dan and John Ford Coley. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so my husband, my husband named them. <laughs> Well, that's okay. Yeah, I love the names. I love the names. Their vets don't love their names, but we love their names. (laughs) Their vets get confused. So one is gray and one is orange. Yes. Which one is which? England Dan is the orange one and John Ford Coley is the gray one. Okay, Dan. We call him Danny and Johnny for short too. 
Actually, we call we call the we call the the gray one Tubbies or Tubby because he's Tubby. Okay, so <laughs> he doesn't like to be. We're going to start with him. Okay, he, he doesn't like to be made fun of that he's Tubby. Aww. He, I, I, I feel it. He says yeah. part of it he can't help. I don't know if he's had a medical reason that he likes to say it is that he he's like it's my metabolism, but he likes to eat a lot. He's just built differently than his brother. That's all. Yeah, it is. he he says he can't he he can't help it. He is built because mm-hmm. I can yeah. feel it sort of in his tummy. It's heavy, and he's like, but he he's sensitive. He's a sensitive cat. Yeah, I believe he, that. Yes, he says he doesn't he doesn't like to be made fun of. He wants mm-hmm. he tubby's okay when you say it endearingly, but yes. he doesn't like to be laughed at. Right, right. He's sensitive. He's sensitive. He's, he's sensitive. oh, we have called him sensitive. We, we call him our emo cat because he's very emotional. He's very emotional. Mm-hmm. He like it, it sort of put him off that we we got right. We started with the tubby. So I'm going to clear that. Yeah, like the energy. You could call thing. him Johnny or John Ford Coley. Gonna, he likes Johnny. They actually like their professional names. They're England Dan they, and John they Ford say Coley. it's regal. Yes, we do that yes. sometimes with with Johnny or Tubbs. Sometimes we. I, we also call him like Lord Tubbsworth and Lord Tubbington of Tubstown. And, and, but we also, Jonathan Fordrum Coley, like I'll, I will be fancy with him sometimes. Yeah. He likes that. He likes, he likes it more. You know, people say, you know, go high or go low kind mm-hmm. of thing. He likes to go high. He <laughs> likes, he likes the regal. He's okay. If you make up other nick, the nicknames, mm-hmm. if you're, if it's always with endearment, but he, yes. he's sensitive about his, it's a waddle that he sort of wobbles. I think I, I feel this. And he has, he it, has, we call him meaty paws. So he has big paws and he's had him since he was an itty bitty baby. Just like these big, I mean, he's just a tub of love. Like yeah. he is, he's made of, and he is made of love. Like, I think if you ask just like what's on his insides, it's, it's love. Like he just, he wants to, he wants to love at all times. Yeah. He's very yeah. cuddly. I get that. He's proud mm. of his paws actually. Yeah. He's we love very, his paws. We give him massages and he lets us. Yeah. He, he's, he's very <laughs> proud of them. He likes, he likes the kneading when you mm-hmm. need the paws mm-hmm. and then it actually, oh wow. So I've, I feel sometimes I'll get a picture. He's mm-hmm. very sensitive. I get, a, I'm getting a lot of feelings from him. Mm-hmm. And when you <laughs> need his, when you need his paws, he gets, it's like an energetic reset it hmm. activates something with him. I don't know if you've ever noticed that when you, after you have done his paws, uh, say this mm-hmm. is his leg, his paws mm-hmm. up to about here, mm-hmm. when you do that, it either energizes him or relaxes him. And just observe yeah. going forward that it, it, it opens something up for him. Interesting. So that's, I, I, that's what I'm I've, feeling. I've seen the relaxing thing. Like I've seen uh-huh. it, it seems to really relax him, but I haven't, I have to pay attention to see like, an energetic response. Yes. Some, I think it, it, it opens something up. Like he's like, oh, I feel better now. Aww. Okay. So I'm going to ask him what else he likes. What's his life like? Just no, I'm going to ask him. You don't need to. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say, no, you're going to, you can verify. <laughs> yeah. I will verify. Or you can say, I don't know. I, I hadn't noticed that. You know, you, okay. can, um, you can ask questions. If I, when I tell you something, I'm not going to say what I think it means. I'm just going to tell you. Okay. And, and that's where the fun is. So, okay. So I want to ask him about his life. He wants to, oh, let me show you around the house. He as actually is as much as the love he is and they have their dynamic. He likes, he considers himself the master of the house and animals like to often like to have jobs and some take their jobs seriously as they're going to bark out the window or they're going to lick a plate and it, 
he is master of the house. He really likes to patrol the whole house. When people come, he likes to keep an eye. He says he keeps an eye on them. He likes to, he likes to show them when you give a tour of the house. He's, he's, he is a master of the house. It's a, well, he actually doesn't do well with company. He may, it's possible he looks at it from a distance, but he, he will hide. We don't have people over very much anyway. And that so might when be you part do, though, he keeps an eye on them. He, he, he possibly keeps an eye on them. We, we, I know he does not interact with people. His brother is more likely to do that. But he, he got, maybe because he's protective of us. But, but, but when, if, like when we have uh, people come and work on the house or people come mm-hmm. to clean the house or, or friends over, he will, he will leave the room. So... He's master of the house. He's master of the house. He's like, getting. this is my house. He's master of yeah. the house. If he doesn't like their energy, mm-hmm. he, he's, contr- he's, he's getting a lay of the land. He, he wants the house to have an equilibrium. He's mm-hmm. actually very into the energy too. And he likes the balance of the house. And that's why he's picky over who comes. He says, yeah. she, he's going to challenge you. He mm-hmm. says certain people come over and he does come out for certain people. Yeah. There's a, he, there's a trust building that seems to have to happen. Definitely. Well, it, and he says it's more about, he says, I can tell just what kind of people they are. He's mm-hmm. very selective. So it's interesting because he does it in a different way than a dog who might be fearful. He's doing it more like, I, I just, I'm not going to go there. I don't want to ruffle my own feathers by that person. I don't want to hear it, what they say, oh, that your cat's sort of big. He just, he, it's like protection of his, like what they tell mature people who as you mature well then don't do that if you don't like it don't go there right. so he is doing that doesn't like it i'm gonna stay here i'm yeah. fine yeah so, so he he knows how to self-soothe although he says the fireworks are a bit much <laughs> and he so he's they all do <laughs> well we shut he, it down like we shut all the windows put on white noise like we we shield them from the fireworks because we that's know. nice yeah so he, so he's, he's, he considers him a homebody, but he'd rather say master of the house. Okay. His domain is the house. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm going to see what, if he has anything that he's really fond, especially fond of. Oh, he's fond of your husband. Mm-hmm. And he said <laughs> he has good taste in music, which, you know, yes, that's a, a giveaway with the name. He has an, he has an <laughs> eclectic taste is what he says. It's yep. eclectic taste and he yep. mixes it up. And that's what he likes is that he mixes it up. That's he plays, so interesting you say that. <laughs> okay. Does he play the certain songs over and over? No, no. Every, no? He, my husband's very into music, uh-huh. as you can tell by the name. And for the longest time, he's been doing a thing every single day where he goes on a website that's called Best Ever Albums that has like tens of thousands of albums and he randomly chooses one every single day. Mm. Or actually he randomly chooses an artist and then an album. And so like whatever the randomizer picks is what we listen to. And mm-hmm. I make fun of him for it because sometimes I'm like, what is, what are we listening to? Um, but He says it drives you crazy sometimes. <laughs> he's right. <laughs> he's right. But apparently he's into it. So he loves two, that. He's two against by one it. right now. Yeah. He's very <laughs> amused by it. He actually like, oh, because he's sensitive. He likes the feel of some of it. It's different. Mm, so it yeah. fat, it, it, he... He's in, his word is it intrigues him hmm. because he can feel it and it intrigues him the difference like, oh, this is different. Right. So he's enjoying that. Plus, he says your husband finds it amusing, both your reaction. Your yes. husband is entertained by your reaction. He's entertained by the music, yeah. both 
if he likes it and how they did it, mm-hmm. you know, he, and, and so the cat is just enjoying this whole time, this process of what it brings in the house. Yeah. It's an yeah. activity. Yeah. And he loves it. Cause it, and then it's like when it's over and then your husband gets up, your husband is like fulfilled in a different way. And then you notice when your husband does it, what the cat does when it's over, because he sort of prances like the activity's over. Now, what are we going to do? Interesting. I have to watch out for that. Yeah. Watch what he does because Mm -hmm. he's into this activity. He really likes it. Interesting. And then, so I want to check in with England Dan and see what his, oh, he's like, they're very different in that way. Um, (laughs) Okay. So like the mute, he has other interests. Does he go outside more than the other one? They or both by are, the window. They is go to the window. More, yeah, he's England Dan more fascinated by the window. Yes, yes. There, particularly, there's a window above one um, one of our showers that he spends a lot of time in, and he's the only one who can get there. It's his space. It's, it's mine. his space. Absolutely. Yes, he likes that. He he has a different perspective on the world because you showed me the picture. You, you sent me pictures. Just mm-hmm. so I tell people, both pictures you sent, they were together. And so it's anyone could like, oh, look, I'm going to assume, which in animal communication, you don't want to assume you have to put all your your projections and assumptions aside. And even I do. And I talk to dogs and cats, mostly dogs every day. But he, so they are, despite being similar and they share a a name, like a a group, they are very different. They came from the same litter too. So they're legitimate brothers. They're brothers, but they're very different. Yes. And so England, Dan, his outside, his world, oh, it's like, it's the expanse. And they have an agreement that the gray one gets the house, is master of the house. But England, Dan is the perimeter is mine. It's like, he says, the perimeter is mine. He's going to go first. He, he will meet new people. He like even bags of groceries. He goes first. It's his job. You always went wide. Well, literally the bag, like he's always going to be the one to go in the bag as soon as, as soon as you take the groceries out. He claims the bag immediately. Because you brought something from the outside into the home. So he's Mm -hmm. claiming that. It's like, it's his job is to like sign for a box. Like if it's at an office building, mm-hmm. that's his job is anything that comes into the home is his domain. Mm-hmm. And then he checks it out. Is it okay? And then if it's, if it gets his stamp, then the other one is like, welcome to the house. Or he might act uninterested because mm-hmm. he is uninterested or they have a dynamic where sometimes John will act interested because they have a, sometimes they have a power struggle. And so John will act uninterested. So the other one doesn't know. And then he'll come <laughs> back later. Like he, you might see him exploring the bag when England Dan has gone and done some, is not around. Right, right, right. But yeah, Danny's always the first to, to, and he just loves crawling in the bags. So yeah, when we bring in new groceries, he's, he sniffs the bags. And then when we take the groceries out, he's in it immediately. Yes. Yes. And he also is interested when, I know you said that people don't come very much, but maybe that's relative because to him, he watches like the comings and the goings. So I don't know whether there's a window where he can see the street. He, he sees the he courtyard sees, of our building. So when he goes in that shower a, window, that's the courtyard. And there's also is a, a dog across the way that he might also see. 
He has to monitor, he takes all that in. That's a big part of his mental stimulus mm-hmm. is no, getting a lay of the land outside and keeping an eye on things. And I get, you know, I think that, okay, here's another thing. Whereas John is a master of the house. Dan is like when you're, 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 your relationship with the outside world is also part of Dan's domain. It's hard to do. They're, they're going back. It's part of Dan's domain. So when you have an energetic experience outside and like the running and the exercise, Dan is going to, that's part when you come home and the smells and, and the energy, that's all part of his, he has to check out and he loves it. Whereas the other one is busy taking care of the bed or something, the couch yeah. and the house, they, they have inside, outside. Right, right. Although the smells, the smells belong to them both. (laughs) Like they are both very much into the stinky, the stinky workout smell. Yeah. The outside world coming into Mm -hmm. them. And and not just the outside world, but like the smells that come off us when we're Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's part of it. And there's also (laughs) energy. So when you've had, and when our energy, you know, if you've had a really great run, you're a runner. So you've had a great run and you're feeling one way might be different if you've been in stuck in traffic. Yeah. And you're, you know, you say you're, you got laid and you're stuck in traffic and whatever. Those different emotions and ways you would be feeling walking in the door. Mm-hmm. The cats are very aware of, but England, Dan, they, they interpret it differently. And England, Dan takes it seriously. Like I need to like... He wants to sort of wash it off of you mm-hmm. <laughs> or when it needs to, or just right. experience what that was like. Right. And it's based on the outside, outside, yeah. ex- what, what, what happened out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you have any questions? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, he's okay. definitely the one that's more curious about outside than he's, than John he says he's very curious. Yeah. Okay. So John, want, uh, John, wants me to go back to him. So I am. <laughs> he wants so I'm gonna, He does. He does. He says, I was here first. Mm-hmm. So he likes to be first. He, the, 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 that's the negotiating that I said mm-hmm. in the, that they have a power struggle at times. So he wants to be, he likes to be first. He says he's the alpha. He seems to know that. He considers himself the alpha. He's certainly acting like it lately. So yeah. <laughs> he he considers himself the alpha and you said lately, so I'll ask him, has, has there been a change? Is there something you want to just, oh yeah, there has been a change in the house. Did you rearrange some furniture? No, no. The change is about six weeks ago, we took them to the vet to get a shot for worms. And okay. they came, then they, prior to that visit, they were inseparable. Best friends, inseparable. Oh. They would sleep on top of each other. Okay. They came back. Um, and this was, you know, we bring them in the same carrier. Mm-hmm. Um, they because of, you know, COVID, they were only inside the vet's office for maybe five minutes. Otherwise they were in the car with my husband. When they got home, they started fighting and they have been doing that in different ways for six weeks now. So it's, it's gotten better. And it used to be England, Dan hissing first. And now it's switched. Now Dan, Danny's fine. And John Ford Coley, like Danny will go to play with, with Johnny and Johnny will hiss at him. And so that dynamic's happening. And it's so it's it's this extended thing that's been different mm-hmm. um, for about six weeks now. Okay. So first off, did you call the vet? And what we did, did call say? the vet. The vet, we called the vet and the vet um, prescribed anti-anxiety medicine for Danny, which we gave to him for a little bit, but the 
it was liquid medicine. And the process of giving that medicine seemed to give him more anxiety right. than the benefit of the medicine. So we And we saw improvements happening without it. So we stopped giving him the medicine. And then we've just been doing... That that was all he because prior to that point we were doing they, the vet asked what we were doing and we were doing everything we were supposed to be doing so we would separate them have limited interaction put food bowls on either side of the door so they could smell each other have them switch spaces so they can right. smell each other's scent we were doing all that stuff and and I will say like the improvement has been massive in the last say two weeks right um, Danny seems himself again and Johnny is mostly himself except if Danny comes at him too fast. And then he hisses at him. But right. nobody's hiding anymore, necessarily. It's just this hiss reaction as if Johnny doesn't know how to react to him anymore. Okay, so uh, the first thing I wrote was it didn't go well at the vet. So when you called the vet and that you explained this, did they not say anything like, well, ask the technician who worked? Did, no. I mean, they, I mean, most people aren't saying, oh, yeah, someone dropped the cats or something, you know? Yeah, no, they, they, they didn't get into they didn't that. didn't want to go there. They didn't want to go there. And with, you know... The the situation with, with quarantine and COVID makes vet right. visits just so weird now yes. uh, that, you know, I wasn't even present. My husband took them. I mm-hmm. And once they were taken in, and apparently it was a very fast thing, but once they were taken in, we don't know what happened inside. Okay. So we're going to go, because I, I got, it didn't go well. So something, mm-hmm. ha- we're just assume something happened mm-hmm. that we want to help them unravel. Yeah. And so John Ford Coley... He didn't, he didn't like, I felt like they were cramped and it's like, have you ever done any energy work in no. like, to, or, oh. or, okay. For you, for yourself. Are you familiar with it? We're in California. So people, I, I know we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I, I haven't really done that. Okay. So sometimes there are, are treatments that people do, you know, the Reiki or a mm-hmm. scalar wave, or there's like energy healing, uh, EFT, which is a tapping that sort of releases it. Or sometimes, you know, the laying on of hands, you know, people find what, what they're comfortable with. And it, a lot of it depends on the practitioner that they find, oh, I really like so-and-so and this is what I'm going to do. Well, you can do it with the animals too. And it's, it's, it's healing basically like a trauma. You know, you can have a, a minor experience, something happened and you need to undo that. And an anxiety thing is sometimes very necessary. And sometimes it needs to work in tandem with get, figuring out what the cause is like. Maybe he needs more separate space and gradually like what you're doing and it will come out. So I encourage you to keep working with the vet to figure out if the dose needs to be adjusted. And I understand about the trauma of the dose, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to tune in. So I'm glad you talked to the vet. I'm going to tune in though and see, he says he didn't go well. He, I feel like he was jostled Mm -hmm. and it's almost like he doesn't want the other cat to get too close to him because he has a physical reaction. Yeah. And have, have, have they scrapped? It's like, I mean, like he's in pain. Like they, it, they scrapped in the discom- beginning. They it's just, just, he's uncomfortable. They scrapped in the beginning, but it was more um, aggressive to uh, England Dan. So what, what happened in the beginning was that England Dan would be the first to hiss. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Johnny would be like, uh, he wouldn't understand, but, uh, but then he'd be like, oh, oh, 
you're mad. Well, now I'm mad. And now I'm going to go get you. And he, right. so he would do the more aggressive, like once he got hissed at, he would hiss back and then he would chase. And so Danny was the one that was actually the recipient. Like he got scratched in the face. So in the beginning, it was more aggressive towards Danny, but it was as if Johnny was offended. Like that's how he was acting. Like he, he was offended that yes. Danny was reacting this way to him. Well, he's also highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. So it, a lot of, you know, you hear that people are, I mean, and or the bully is actually the one who's the most insecure. Right, and right. Afraid. And so, that's what's happening right now. Exactly. Is that he's, he's being the bully to his brother right now when his brother doesn't, his brother's like, I'm ready to play now. I'm ready to be buddies. Yeah, he's, like, and he's ew. like, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. But he didn't like, I've got all these names, so I keep yeah. looking at my notes. John Ford Coley, he didn't like, it didn't go well. Yeah. Had, they, we, we'll just say it didn't go well. And sometimes that happens anywhere. That's just part mm-hmm. of life. We have experiences. Yeah. Didn't go well. The thing is, is like, okay, so I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to say, John, what do you need? Okay. He's like, okay, fine. So he's like, the first thing he says is, can I have more time on the bed by myself? Hmm. So I see, like, I guess he's, he's not always on the bed. He doesn't always sleep at the foot of the bed on the blanket. He is sleeps he not allowed up there. No, he's allowed. He sleeps on the bed with us almost every night. He's, okay. he's been sleeping in between, but he doesn't tend to go to the bed if we are not there. So he wants, maybe he wants you on there. He wants more time alone yeah. with, with he's been, the people, oh, he's, but not the other cat. Yeah, no, that's very clear. because That's what he wants. He's been spending time on the bed and the only time he is not just completely comfortable is when I think Danny comes up the stairs yeah. and we don't have the type of room where we can close him out. Okay. So we have a loft and so Danny might come up and Johnny will be like, he'll sit up and be like, Mm-mm. so no. Danny has not been on the bed. Yeah. Uh, lately. He's not ready for that. No, yeah. no. He's not ready for that. He wants more time on the bed. He wants to feel special. I almost have a feeling that what happened is, and I get usually get this with animals talking about going to the groomer, that they are picky about who's doing the grooming. Mm-hmm. And so he had a bad experience. It wasn't whoever he wanted or whatever. Right. You know. They don't go there very much because they're young, yeah. healthy cats. So, so like, he was like, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And so now he's sort of recl- getting his bearings. Like he's um, sort of like being seasick and yeah. just like, or off a roller coaster. You're home now, cat. You know, he's like, don't call me cat. He, he's home. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He wants more time on that bed. He, I see him at the foot. It's like there's a blanket or something. And anyway, he want, that's what he wants more than anything. And the more reassurance that he gets, and that's sort of like the energy thing, the, the, the energy of feeling very safe and secure will fill him up. It's like, yeah. I feel it like from his neck down, wanting to just relax and then he'll then he'll roll over too and then he can really relax yeah wow I feel better (laughs) I do because I get a feeling and I feel like I can take a deep breath yeah that's all and he's saying that's all he wants he said the food is good good okay I love this. I love the smells. He, um, he's like, he loves the music. He wants to reiter- reiterate that. And he says, your husband's a great guy. And, Aww, and that's, he sits his on his lap. Like, he sits like when my husband's on the couch during the day, we both work from home. He'll come and just sit on him all day. Like, yeah, he, he's very, he can be very clingy to both of us, but he definitely seems to spend more time sitting on his lap during the day and so to him. He likes that part of it is because he's jealous. He would spend more time with you, but then he has to share you with England with Dan. Him. Yeah. And so that's why he wants the alone time. 
Yeah. And so he, he, he doesn't want you to be offended about sitting on your lap or anything. (laughs) She's busy anyway. Yeah. You know, but any, he, he wants, it's that alone time. So your husband's a great guy. He likes sitting there, but the, the, the problem, he says, the problem with her is that Danny's there too. And I'm not ready. I don't want to be forced to get along with him right, right now. Yeah. But I will. So it's more time. Give me, he actually says it's space. He wants more mm-hmm. space. Yeah. And that's all he really cares about saying. So I'm going to tell him that I always end, and I'll get to England Dan for this, <laughs> is with what does your animal want you to know? So I'm going to find out what he, uh, Johnny wants you to know. Oh, he says, I love you so much. Aww. I guess he was smaller when you got him. Thank you for taking us in. And for keeping them together because they were almost split up. Someone wanted to split them up. I was going, we were going to just adopt him at first. It's it's actually a very funny story because my husband's allergic to cats and we've had single cats the entire time I've been with my husband for, you know, 16 years I've been with him. We've had single cats and when one passes away, we bring another one in. And a friend of mine was fostering these two. And when my last cat, Stevie, passed away, I was really sad. And and, and so she invited me to just come over and spend time with her cats, with these Uh fosters. Right. And I really was, I, I was enamored with Johnny um, as a, as a very small kitten and he's just such a mushy love. Yeah. And so I started talking to my husband and I'm like, I think, you know, I would love it if we could adopt this cat. And my friend was like really trying to push for the two, for the two of them because they, she mm-hmm. could already tell they were bonded. And so I had a conversation with my husband and I had this idea in my head that my husband and I had an agreement that we would only ever have one cat at a time because he was allergic. Uh-huh. And so I had this conversation and he was like, when did we ever say that? We never said we'd have just one cat. And so he's like, yeah, I'm open to having two cats, but I want to name them. <laughs> and so right. that's how that's how they got the, the names England Dan and John Ford Coley. And that's how we ended up with both of them. And I'm so, so glad that we adopted both of them, but they, yeah. they were almost split up. Yeah. So that, that is absolutely true. Yeah. He, that was a big deal and you almost didn't. And they were, they would cuddle into like one ball together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was really important. And it's funny because Danny then prances, he's like, that you needed me in the house because <laughs> you, he brings life to Eagle and John and no, John, John Coley. Coley. Yeah. And, all the names. He brings, it's, it's he, complicated. He draws John Ford Coley out to play. Yes. And yeah. he would, he would be heavier because he, he's not as active. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like he's, there's maybe it's just his body. The reason why he's heavier, he like, he can't help. Maybe his metabolism's different. I think he's just, we, you know, my friend, my friend, um, there's a third cat in the litter. My friend kept the third cat and the third uh-huh. cat's a girl and very much like Danny. Like uh-huh. her frame is like Danny and Johnny's frame is different. And we joke that it's like, there's a different dad in there somewhere. Like something he just has, yeah. he's just built different. That's all it is. Um, right. So yeah, he's just a stockier cat. Yeah. And he, he wouldn't have played as much. So Danny's like, mm-hmm. I bring life to the party. Yes, I'm the life of the party. He's the life of the party. He, he's he, the life of the party. Yes. So I'm going to ask him, is there, he's been very patient. He says he, he's patient all the time. <laughs> More than I get credit for, he says. Yes. <laughs> he's patient all the time. Okay. So what else do you want anyone to know or, or that, that would be helpful Oh, now he's slowing down. He actually is, he's sort of a diva. He wants to just slow down and like savor this moment. Like he, I guess (laughs) he'll put on a show for you. 
Yeah. When he knows you're watching, like he's like taking your time. Okay, well, listeners are have places to go. So where, what do you want the people to know, Mr. Key? Uh, he's like that. Um, <laughs> he says he says more food. He would like to sample people food more often. He does. He gets it hardly ever. He doesn't act interested. In- he says there's a. Sp- I see a spoon. You have given him something to lick off a spoon, like a broth. It's, Sometime there's, there's been a time, maybe your husband's mm. done it. Right. Ask him. Sometimes those things happen. Right. Right. So we do give him tuna cans when, like when we have tuna we just did that today, actually, we put like the can well, with the juice in it. See, he would like that more often. Yes. I also see the spoon. Like he, he's curious. He's just like Johnny likes the music. Mm-hmm. He's curious about the food and he would like, to, he's open to trying that more if you are open to it. He's sort of okay. diplomatic like playing the game. So he would like to try that. He appreciates those juices. What else? Um, he likes it when you have the bags out and there's like the receipt in there. He <laughs> enjoys that because it's, he can play. He likes it when you leave something in the bags or the boxes. Okay. It makes it interesting. He says, sometimes that happens, but she's never really noticed it, but I like it. Cause then I have, he, he's interested in those games. Yeah. Games. Yeah. He loves cat games. He loves yeah. cat games. He's, he would he's, like more He's definitely of the more playful of the well, two. It's, oh, so this is why this is important, maybe. It's more important now to have him have the cat games to occupy him since they're having a timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he can get stimulated by that, and then that'll draw the other one to him because mm-hmm. he's sort of like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's good. I feel a relief. Oh, good. Yeah, so... It's more important that you feel the relief. Yeah, yeah. No, that's it's it's all good stuff. And it, yeah, something to I, consider. And the cat games, we actually brought in a new toy. A friend of ours gave us this like fancy, fancy toy that her cat didn't have any interest in. And yeah. it's like this Jackson Galaxy dome with uh-huh. a butterfly, like a, a motion activated butterfly. And Danny loves it. Like he thinks it's the coolest. So that's that's been something that's and he's definitely more interested in it. Johnny's a little bit interested, but Danny's definitely more interested. So yeah, he he's liking the play. He's always liked the play and he's a big fan of stick right. toys too and crinkle toys. Yeah, but he needs more of it now yeah. that they're on a timeout and then it will draw in Johnny to come because there's no pressure to get along with Danny. It's about yeah. the toy. Okay. And yeah, so I feel good. Does anyone have, they're, they're good. They're, they're good? I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, you you nailed a lot of things about them, so... The, the music, I, I feel like it's going to go to my husband's head when I tell him about the music because he's like, see? Oh, it's good for everyone. Now now I get to play more experimental jazz. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> but well, apparently you guys Johnny can, likes it. Johnny loves it. Johnny, yeah. Johnny's very amused by it. Johnny says you can yeah. play anything. Yeah, yeah. He's open to anything. Okay. Oh, and, and I guess, you know, now that we, we talked about the the incident that happened is maybe that's an, it's a way to get him on the lap to help him relax Right. And just keep the music going. It might just keep doing it. Yeah. Music therapy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So see what happens. I always tell people, you know, connect. Sometimes the dots can't be connected until later. And it happens all the time that people will say, oh, now I figured such and such and, and all. So just observe what you notice, how the cats are. And if you have any questions, you can email me back. That's awesome. And I'm going to start putting like receipts know. and crinkle toys inside of bags. And yeah, see, it see makes it interesting. Yeah. makes it interesting. Thank you so much. 
for your time and letting me chat with your cats. Oh, thank you it, for chatting with my cats. That's so oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> I, 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 I get requests all the time for, you know, do you do cats? So yes, if you want to listen to podcasts and compare, who knows how different it was. If anyone wants to reach out to you for your coaching, because it's important. And we talked about being open in the beginning. Is there a way people can reach you? Yeah. You know, so, um, you, you know, like? you can email me Robin at Robin So R O B I N at R O B I N L E G A T.com. You can also find me on Instagram. That's probably one of the best ways for you to see what I do. And that's, uh, Robin Leggett S G X. So R O B I N L E G A T S G X or, and that's same for Facebook, facebook.com slash Robin Leggett S G X. I post a lot of inspiration. I post a lot of education, um, different ways you can work with me. You can see how you can join my ageless women athletes, Facebook group, um, to meet other women who are just trying to live an ageless life and, and, push themselves beyond their comfort zones. And of course, I got to pimp my cats page. England Dan and John Ford Coley on Instagram. Funny story that I, we get messages sometimes from, or like we get tagged in Yacht Rock posts because people think it's actually their oh, they, Instagram. Uh-huh. Which they do not have. So I have it for my cats. So, oh, and then they get really excited when the cats like their posts because they think it's the band, but, but it's cats. So if you want to see... England Dan and John Ford Coley. They're very funny and adorable. It's at England Dan They're and John beautiful. Ford Coley. They are very beautiful. Yeah, very um, that's that's on Instagram. So I had to I had to at least share that as well. Well, I like sharing it because I, I like your message that no matter how old you are or how young you are, you can still do something that you've wanted to do or thought maybe I could never do, whether it's talking to a dog, a cat, mm-hmm. or running a marathon. So yes. um, anyone out there listening, whatever it is that you want to do, I hope you'll take baby steps and maybe give it a try, especially if it's talking to your dog, but if it's yes. something else, go for it. Yeah. Okay. It, applies, it applies across the board. Yes. With an open mind and an open heart and, you know, give it a try. Great. Things happen. Take care. Thank you so much for having me on your show. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or Follow Talking with the Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs. Talking with the dogs.